Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. All right, Lubbock Sports Medicine. Most of you know that team of doctors. They're the guys that have taken care of Texas Tech and our high school athletes and uh, junior high athletes and all kinds of people all over this area. In fact, people come in. If you were to go go in there and sit in the lobby and just talk to people as they come in, you'll find that they're coming there from all over this part of the country because they love these doctors and they take great care of you. Go to LubbockSportsMed.com and check them out. And uh, they can they can help you. And here's the deal: they'll do the best thing for you. It's not, hey, let's have surgery. That's that maybe what you need, but they'll make sure that's what you need. And there might be a lot of other ways to get you better and well. And uh, so go see them. Also, Mighty Wash that is the Texas Tech coaches car wash. And there are six locations in Lubbock. I think they're building more. They have 22 total locations that includes the permian basin and they are all over midland odessa and down in that area and uh, over in new mexico and mighty wash that's the texas tech car wash and we appreciate them being a part of the show i was doing who we had last week but when gary called in so let me finish that real quick it won't take long i mentioned dusty wobble was on and uh, dusty hart and then uh, we were going to have two dusties we had them and jj johnson who's retiring as an assistant athletic director, he's a longtime softball coach at Coronado, one of the winningest coaches in the history of high school softball. He is retiring. He was on the show here in the studio. And then uh, we were going to have the J.J. Colleen, so we'd have had two Dusties and, J- and two J.J.'s, which that's kind of what we go for on our show. That's pretty awesome. neat. Something creepy, weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> so so looking uh, a week ago at the 920 spot, you had Region Dusty Womble. Now yeah. you've got – Clark Lamb and Andrew Sorrels. So that <laughs> show's falling apart. I, I, I think it, it, it's going downhill. <laughs> show is falling apart. <laughs> anyway, then we have Mike Gustafson, Doctor Mike Gustafson, who does take baseball and and uh, Bennett. You know, he does. He knows a lot. He does. He does. He does a great job. And we appreciate having him on. But now we have uh, Gary wants me to tell y'all something. Tell Andrew and Clark thanks for coming in, and I'm sorry I missed them. Uh, anyway, and. He, oh, he wants to say more stuff. The uh, blow is a uh, Scott Kelm in Houston always texts to every week, and so he texted Gary, but he's not here. He said that uh, Ludwig may not have received any NIL dollars. Yeah. That'd be weird if he. Well, I mean, he's an international. Kid. Oh, you can't get money if you're in, international. It gets tricky when it's international. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, is that right? It's over our pay grade, but yeah, there's there's different stipulations. I think when you're an international kid in terms of how what the visa is and, and how that arrangement yeah we were, he was wanting yeah. brent mcgavick to work out a deal with like patrick mahomes but patrick mahomes is not international he's from white house that's right so, white house texas i didn't yeah. know that i didn't know that rule if you're international yeah. and maybe yeah. that's why we're signing so many international kids yeah yeah no and it and it loved it he'll think he'll be he'll be all right he'll be, he's gonna he be okay gets, yeah. gets to the tour he'll, <laughs> no kidding immediately yeah. he'll be all right <laughs> the guys he won every award possible yeah. Yeah. for a college golfer no. yeah. this real year. Deal. He won every one of them. Plus Texas kind, Tech. It's kind of selfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a, no, he is. He, he. I watched a video of him. Did you see the video where he's talking about yeah. Tech? Mm-hmm. And they're saying, we, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been such a great ambassador for the – you know, he's 
it's unbelievable what Patrick's done. Mm-hmm. He goes, if I could just do a little of what Patrick's done, I'll be so proud yeah. because he's been so good. And, and uh, sure well, enough. It's incredible, David, just the kids who come from all over the world to play at Texas Tech and then have a great experience here, and then yep. they are ambassadors forever. And we'll we'll talk about Davide coming up here. But, I mean, probably a kid who didn't know where Lubbock was, didn't know what Texas Tech was, and then now um, – He's telling. He's spreading the word. He's over. He's he's back over in Europe, isn't he? Yeah, he's in Italy. In Italy, ready, playing. Yes, sir. Playing basketball. Mm -hmm. I heard you could shut him down, Andrew. And practice occasionally. You would shut him down. Yeah. Once he got to his sophomore year, I didn't really have a chance. I mean, he was pretty good (laughs) by then. He didn't play. Once he came in as a freshman, I mean, I could I could hold my own. But after that, he was pretty good. Yeah. He wouldn't even mess with you anymore, would he? No, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> Get away. Go sit over there on the bench. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like Clark said. Yeah. Remember your days at Tech? I oh, I do fondly. Yeah, those fondly. are great days. Didn't you? Didn't you love it? Being what happened to that guy that had all the tattoos? What was his name? Avery Benson. Yeah, Avery Benson. What? Well, he followed Beard to UT. Yeah, it was a great decision. I think he's now in Abilene working. Yeah, just uh, yeah. with the job. Yes, I think he's actually selling cars. Believe it or not, yeah. Avery talk, Benson. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Did he cut his hair? He, I he think was he kind did. Of a wild man looking. He, yeah, he was. He was a guy that would come into the game, dive all over the floor, he played, so and played hard. really hard, and uh, was we all buddies. Beard. Yeah, we were really close. Yeah, I figured y'all the walk ons kind of stuck together, but we were yeah. that final four team. We were really close. Everybody was. Yeah, Avery. I mean, nil era. I thought he would just crush it if he would have stayed here. Yeah, and he'd been the poster child for some Western wear store, and <laughs> he could have done. Really, really well. Could have made some money. That's right. It's just his enthusiasm because he had enthusiasm. All right. Well, y'all, Clark, you sent me, you got us on this text deal, and you Mm -hmm. said, can you, can y'all come on the show? And we uh, almost didn't let you, but (laughs) no, we're honored to have you guys on. We are. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, I know uh, Andrew's parents, and and I know yours too, but. I do know uh, Andrews from my old days here in, in Lubbock, uh, Phil and Susan, and they used to go to church with us down at First Baptist, First Baptist on Broadway. Church. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, for years and years. Where are they now? They're in Fort Worth. I know they went to Monterey. Like yeah, they you went did. to Monterey, but I'm older than them. I th- what year did they get out? Mm, I'm probably a lot older. I don't know. I'm, mm, Seem like you're I'm a little a, bit older, I think. I think I'm but not by a, older. a bunch. But they're in Fort Worth now. <laughs> I'm older than everybody now. <laughs> so, well, there's a couple of people I'm not, but. Uh, all right, so they're doing good. Yes, sir. Yeah, my dad just got a new job, and he started in January. But they're you know, they're living in Fort Worth. They still come back for a lot of the football and What's basketball games. Can you tell? Is it top secret? Uh, no, I can share. He's the he's the district attorney of of Tarrant County now, and so he's been pretty busy. So, so if I get stopped in Tarrant County, I'm gonna say, yeah, you might you might mm-hmm. call him. I'll I call Phil. I'll get him on the phone. Talk to this officer. Yeah. Yeah, depends sure on how glad. fast you were going. Yeah, because he's probably handling a lot of the traffic uh, tickets. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure those sort of that's those sort of things. Job. Yeah, yeah the, the traffic glad tickets. To hear from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Phil, this policeman here has got me pulled over. But I hate he, it. He went from going to like every tech game two years ago to all of a sudden his campaign started, and now that he has a much more demanding job, he's I think he came yeah. to three basketball games last year, oh. which was like his all time low. Yeah, but. Anyways, he's well, your doing granddad, well. your uh, Kent Hans. That's right. Yes, and he is he's a character. He really is. We're gonna have him on again pretty soon. He's got lots of stories. Of course, we've heard them, 
before because he tells them. But uh, he's so fun and such a great Red Raider. He uh, is. I mean, he loves Texas. There may be nobody that loves Texas Tech more no. than Ken Hans does. No. Yeah. yeah. He loves Texas Tech a bunch. And he, he doesn't stop working. I mean, he texted me this morning, like, at, I think it was 5.03 a.m., just about something random. So he, he doesn't sleep much. He loves Texas Tech. And uh, he's obviously a great grandfather. Did you tell him you were going to be on the show today? I did not. Well, see, that would have been a. I should have really impressed him. Yeah, would have. I should have told him. I'll tell him after the fact. Yeah, tell him and tell him we talked about him and it was all good. Yeah, we gave him a shout out. All right, so let's talk about what y'all are here for to talk about, and that's this the basketball tournament. Is that what it's called? Okay, who's put mm-hmm. it together? Did ESPN put it together? So it, it's a separate entity. The basketball tournament TBT was started eight years ago, seven, uh, eight years 10 ago. Ten years ago this year, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's been around for a while, and they've okay. wanted Texas Tech to have a team. They've wanted Tech to field a team. They've seen the success that Texas Tech basketball has had. They've seen our fan base. They work with ESPN, so ESPN is the the broadcast network that carries okay. all the games. Um, and they contacted me in the past and then reached back out to Andrew a couple years ago and really said, hey, can you guys get some former players to come back and field the team? Um, and Andrew championed that effort and then pulled me in. And it, it's a great deal, David. It's going to be fun for the, we'll the, the community. Now, how many teams we got? This tournament that's going to be at the United Supermarkets Arena. Mm-hmm. That just tech, and that's tech. just a regional is the Lubbock portion at the USA. Okay, so there's that, just so there'll be other teams from yes, other schools. There'll be, there'll be eight teams at the Lubbock Regional. That we're going to have one Texas Tech team? Correct. Air Raiders. Yes, Air that's right. Raiders. Yes, sir. Okay. And the tournament, 64 team, the bracket set up similar to March Madness, 64 team, single elimination. ESPN kind of airs it because, you know, the, they attract the audience because it's set up that it's a it's a million-dollar purse. So you win the tournament, you win a million dollars. You get second, you you get nothing. So guys tend you to – gotta win, you got to win it. This yeah, will be, yeah. Winner this take will be all. serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with it being in Lubbock, we've – it's been a lot easier getting tech players, the players that we want involved. So that's we're excited. Okay, but about where's that. the where's the championship game played? Philadelphia. That's the okay. final four. Yes, sir. The final four is in Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. when is that? August third, I believe, is the championship game. All right. And we start here in Lubbock. When will our our tournament be here in Lubbock? And you gotta win if you win this tournament here in Lubbock, you're gonna go to Philadelphia? No, so there'll be three games here for us to win. And okay. if we make if we win all three games We'll advance to Louisville, which will be considered the Elite Eight. And if oh. we win that, then we go to the Final Four in Philadelphia. Yeah, oh my gosh! Yeah, we're yeah. across the country. Well, you got to you got to <laughs> win. Are there are there four Elite Eight tournaments? No, no, no. It's just no. It's similar to March Madness. So our round of sixty four will be in Lubbock. If okay. we win that, we're still in Lubbock for round of thirty two. If we win that, our Sweet Sixteen game will still be in Lubbock. Okay. If we win that, okay. Now I'm with you. If we win that game, if we make it out of Lubbock alive, which we anticipate doing, we'll advance to the Elite Eight in Louisville. Okay. And if we win that, we advance to the Final Four in Philadelphia. For the yeah, This is a cool deal. It is. It's really neat. And, I mean, you look at what's going on in the month of July, sports-wise, besides yeah. the Thedford and Ashby show, you've got <laughs> – yeah. You've got something now that people can go out and bring their families to, and that fact that it's in the USA. So we'll play Wednesday, July 19th. When we'll play Friday, July 21st. Then that Sweet 16 game would be Sunday the 23rd of July, okay. all at the USA. That would be so fun. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and what other schools are coming here? Do we know? 
It's not official yet. It should be announced within the next couple of weeks. New Mexico is going to have a team. North Texas is going to have a team. And then uh, UT Austin is anticipating having a team. So it'll be a competitive regional. Yeah. Well, we're, we're getting... Brother, is your brother going to play on the UT Austin team? No, he, he's not. <laughs> if he did, he probably couldn't get out of bed for a week. So he's going he's to have to Are you going to play that. on the tech team? No. Are I've been gonna... asked that question. Andrew, both of the, Hey, you guys going to lace them up? Yeah. No, we're trying to win the tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, we want to be competitive. <laughs> Y'all can sit over there on the side like you used to. Well, and, and uh, yeah, we, we could. We probably will. That'll be a stipulation. But I, I told Andrew. Don't put me in. <laughs> I told Andrew, I said, I said, you know, there's a reason that you and I are involved in this. is because uh-huh. anytime there's – of course, Andrew's raising money at Tech. I'm I'm with Madeira now, but anytime yeah. there's money to be raised, somehow I end up involved with it. I know. It. Um, but <laughs> we you like asking people for money. Yeah, kind of. Guess not really, kind of. But we we have to fund all the expenses for these guys. So we're flying Moretti from overseas to here, oh my putting them all See, up. And yeah, well, and I mean, and, y'all like people to give money. Yeah, it, we're working on that. We've got some good progress. Really, um, we want it to be something these guys have a great experience one they're not paying out of pocket for meals yeah so we anticipate this coming back to lubbock every year so we want to really set it off right this year and and the big deal is ticket sales too you know we think we can fill at least lower bowl for our games how much are tickets have y'all talked about that yeah they're going to range from 25 to 35 dollars per seat per session i think that's great Mm -hmm. so very affordable affordable. yeah Mm -hmm. that's good that's good. Yeah, it'll be good. You've so, seen some of the players. I mean, these, oh yeah. Well, I, well, you only gave me three names: Matt Mooney, mm-hmm. who Matt's been on our show because we promote his camps when oh, he comes to yep. town. And Matt's a good friend. And I, Davide has. I don't. I, he might have been on the show once, but he, he, he's not. You know, he's not a friend. Well, yeah, he's a. Yeah, <laughs> I like him fine. I don't really know him that good. And Tariq, we have never had on. If we had mm-hmm. had Tariq at full strength. In the mm-hmm. national championship oh, game, the yep. Red Raiders would be national champions. No, we should have been no anyway. Question. That's right. No but question. He about was it. not full strength, and the man was phenomenal yeah. in the tournament. Yeah, his mean, ankle was pretty swollen. He was unbelievable mm-hmm. how good he was. Yeah, but that's all. I don't think. Yeah, that's the. That's pretty much the backbone of the team. And then we have. Uh, you might remember John Roberson played for Bob Knight his last year. He has the career yeah. assist record and three pointers made. And then we have uh, Davion Warren, who played yeah. on that Sweet 16 team with Coach Adams that lost to Duke. And then we have Todrick Gocher, oh, I'm yeah. sure you're accustomed oh, yeah. with. Now, how many guys are going to be on the team? Ten? We'll have about ten, yes, sir. Because yeah. everybody's going to want to play. That, that right. is right. And we've that, actually that had – last year it was – we were pulling teeth trying to convince guys to play. This year we've had to turn some guys down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mikey Marshall might want to play. And Mikey could still play. He could still yeah, play. Yeah, he just he, got a job. He got the he, average yeah. at the basketball coach job. For him. He's a yeah. He's a good guy. But, yeah, we had overwhelming interest because, I mean, people want to – these guys want to come recreate kind of being in the spotlight yeah. and nostalgia of Rick playing in, in campus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he's seventy. He came in seventy two. Yeah, the year's freshman became eligible, which was fortunate for Tech. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ron Richardson. I talked to Ron Richardson all oh, the time. Ron, yeah, yeah. I talked to he's, him this past week for about an hour. Wow. It, he's such. He's six ten and a great player from Compton, California. Mm-hmm. He's back out there now. But I will tell you, everywhere Ron Richardson goes, he promotes Texas Tech. Yep, that's well, right. He's a phenomenal right. guy. I remember he came out and we were playing in Anaheim, yeah. Andrews last year at 
I mean, he was out there because he oh, loves he in loves California. He, yeah. yeah, he loves the Red Raiders. Yeah, and that's the goal of this too, David. I mean, it, it's to to get the double T on a national stage and, yeah. and promote Texas Tech and promote the program. And Coach McCaslin, Andrew, and I've talked to him. He's he's all about this. Oh, he's you know, here. He's actually – y'all talked to him. Yes. Okay, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. I've tried oh, yeah. to talk to him. We, he played – when he came the first time to mm-hmm. Lubbock with Coach Dickey as director of basketball operations, he played on my city league and church league team with me. Oh, wow. For a couple wow. of years, yeah, and so we're close, close friends. Yeah, and I can't get him on the show. You know, he, of course, he told me we texted, and he said, "Let me get a team, and then yeah. I'll be on the show." <laughs> Once he gets his team and staff figured out, he'll come on the show. I think he had three, three players. Yeah, he's got his priorities in order. He does that. Yeah. You know what they're doing this morning? He was going to be on this morning. That's why I was going to move y'all back, mm-hmm. and but I want him to come in the studio. He, he can't be on this morning because they're playing paintball. They're he's taking the team. To some paintball deal, and they're going to shoot each other. I wow. guess. Wow. Team bonding. Wow. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. He's a program builder, man. I'm telling you. Oh, so, he is. You know, Andrew and I are assembling a team for the Air Raiders. He's also assembling a team of sli- slightly yeah. greater importance. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, hey, I promise the fans will love this, mm-hmm. and and Red Raider fans will really love it. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a blast. We'll have a lot more player announcements come in, and um, we can get into who the coach is going to be. As well, because yeah, that's going to be that's going to be important. We no, do. Don't tell it. Yeah, that we will do. tease yeah. them here well, after yeah, the break. Yeah, yeah. People will be standing next to the radios. Yeah, they can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all on TV. So you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh-oh. There's lots of. Last week we got preempted for the Estacada graduation. We were on from nine to nine thirty. Then nine thirty they took it. It did, and it was really nice. We watched it. We'll yeah. be back with more sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Bednars and Associates, that's Daryl Bednars and uh, his wife, Bunny, and uh, Brittany's there and Blake's there. It's a family deal going on there. Pretty much, well, all but about one, I think, are working there, and they do all kinds of insurance. From homeowners to auto to, you know, the personal lines you're looking for, but uh, they do every kind of, I you know if we just go in there and say i need to get this insured i bet they can handle it for you and if they can help you and save you money that's what they'll do but ag producers you need to be talking to daryl bednars because he is a pro at ag insurance whether it's ranches or farms or the things that go with it they can help you they don't do crop insurance but that's a separate entity but uh, boy they can protect your equipment and all that kind of stuff that you have out there they can help you at bednars and associates but gavik nissan and infinity Dang, there's a sharp deal here. McGavick Nissan and Infinity of Lubbock. That is uh, Brent McGavick. And uh, Gary mentioned, or somebody did earlier about getting, uh, yeah, Gary did about getting uh, Patrick Mahomes. And, of course, he is bought in to McGavick Nissan. And uh, they they were behind him when he first got here, and he's still with them. And that tells you a little bit about, that tells you a lot about uh, Patrick Mahomes. And it tells you a lot about McGavick Nissan and Infinity of Lubbock. Because uh, he he loves them and uh, they they take care of him and he takes care of of them and uh, it's a great deal and that's where you want to do business with people like that family owned dealership number one in the country in Nissan trucks and uh, just a outstanding uh, dealership located on Spur three twenty seven is where Infinity of Lubbock is and then the Nissan dealership is right around the corner on Milwaukee you can see one from the other uh, when you're standing at one and of course we did our Red Raider Club this morning. Because uh, we had Andrew Searles on. He did a great job talking about all the things that are Red Raider Club. We want to encourage you to be a part of that. And uh, we've got uh, Coach Hayward. All right. Well, Coach, welcome to the program. Good to be here. Well, what, are you, what are you doing right now? Did y'all, just, y'all take it easy this morning? 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, usually on a night game or something, we'll have a you know some of the guys will go work out, stretch, do the routine stuff. Uh, but other than that, we just kind of hang out till lunch, eat lunch, and then come back and get ready to go to the ballpark. How sweet was that win yesterday, Coach? Oh, it's, it's always sweet. Anytime you win a game's good, but when you beat a team that's ranked where they were ranked, and and you know you could tell they were they were they had a good team. They would they uh, look good. They did look yeah, good, but they couldn't hit tell. us. Our pitching was well, we, phenomenal. You know, we just had one of those days. Uh, Molina was hitting his spots and. They had a hard time hitting the ball up in the zone, and he kept throwing it there, and he kept swinging and missing. So <laughs> that helped a bunch, and uh, you don't see that a lot. But every now and then you'll you'll get that, and that happens. And and it's, a, it's a, you know for Molina, it's a it's a fun day to pitch, and for us, it's a fun day to watch. Now he's been doing he's been doing great, and then of course you bring in Brandon Beckel, and and uh, and then close it out with Josh Sanders. I've been so impressed with Josh sanders lately coach i don't know what happened but somebody lit a fire under him he's been unhittable yeah he's uh you know he's working on been working on stuff for a long time he's had some stuff that happened through the year personally family wise that i think probably uh has has hurt him a little bit but uh he's done a good job uh working hard and sticking with it and he's one of those kids that you pull for you know you just want him to do well keeps working at he's changed his uh, delivery a little bit I've done some things to tweak. Uh, I know Max tweaked a few things with him. It's made him better. And he's got more confidence. And so now uh, he's done a good job for us, and hopefully he can continue. Yeah, well, I hope so too because he, he – what was he, three up, three down when he came in there in the ninth? Well, he just – well, the, you know, the, what's neat about that is Josh has always got ground balls. And his problem is is, is uh, he gets up in the zone too much and ball flattens out and he ends up – they hit it yesterday and and then also he's fallen behind a lot of guys through the year but uh, the last few times he's come in he just pump, you know pump the strikes and throw keep the ball down the zone and, and just coming right at guys and you know when, once once a pitcher figures that out that hey I, I just come out if they hit it they hit it if they don't they don't uh it always works out for better yeah well, you're an old pitcher, and you and you're an old pitching coach. You've been at Texas 2013, right, Coach? And I get that right. I was going to print your bio out, but I didn't have enough paper. Yeah, you got a great bio. You ought to read it sometime, Coach. You're pretty impressive. I I I don't know about that. <laughs> you are. I'll tell you. I don't know about that. I'm, and more so I'm, as a man, that is a. I, well, I just love who you are and what you do and uh, your testimony and. Uh, what you've been through this last year or so with this health issues and how you've come out of that, I'm thank the Lord for that, right? Uh, exactly, and I I get up every day and feel very blessed. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things, you know. I I told some other day. Uh, well, actually, it was Randy Mayview from West Virginia, the head coach. I was talking with him, and he was asking me, you know, going through because he went through a deal ordeal with his back, and it was a big deal for him. And he was asking me, he said, "Boy, I bet you sure look at things differently after." this past year and i said yeah i do i said it's amazing how a lot of things that were, were real important aren't very important anymore it's it's like they're not that big a deal but <laughs> I said, there's one thing that uh that i haven't changed he said what's that i said i still hate to lose <laughs> that didn't go I mean, away <laughs> I, that did not go away i, I know maybe i was hoping maybe that did but I still, I, boy, when I lose, I, I, I've got to grip my teeth and turn around and walk off because I just, I just, I just can't accept it. I just don't like it. It's just the way it is. Yeah. But, uh, 
Well, you know, it's uh, – yeah, well, you want to win. And, and, you know, you're a coach and you want your players to want to win. And it doesn't it doesn't do really that good if you show up at the games and go, guys, it really don't matter if we win. Let's, oh, just, let's just have I fun. I, I always yeah. found that you have a hard time having fun when you're losing. You do. You do. You have a, have a hard time when, you, when you're losing. <laughs> you really everybody, do. Everybody does. And, and so – no, it's it's one of those things where uh, I think, like you just said, uh, players know. I mean, they can tell coaches, you know, the way they feel about certain things. And and if you're in a, you know, an excited mood, if you're worried, if you're concerned, uh, so whether you you're pitching against the number one pitcher in the, or playing against the number one pitcher in the country, it doesn't matter. You got to act like, oh, this guy's nothing. You, you just go out and hit the guy. Yeah. Because uh, if you look concerned, they're going to be concerned. And so, uh, of course, I when I played, I I don't know why, but and that was probably my downfall. But uh, I always wanted to play the best teams and and pitch against the best teams and hit against the best pitchers because I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to see how good I was. I wanted to see how I can, yep. you know, compared to the other good ones. I didn't want to play against all the lesser teams, and, and that was one of my downfalls because a lot of times I <laughs> I didn't do as well against them you because kidding? I just yeah. didn't have the same. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. I just didn't have the same drive, I guess, uh, against the lesser teams, and yeah. so I seem to play better against the better teams. So, well, that's the kind of players you want to have is they oh. they, they want to get out there and compete. And I'm proud of this Red Raider team. I, you know, I have it's been a hard figuring this team out, Coach, but I, we did figure this out earlier today, and and uh, y- y'all probably already figured it out. But connect UConn scored two runs in mm-hmm. the game. Both those guys got on base by the walk. The only two guys we walked, and they scored yes. to the two. Qu- quit walking, people! Right? Uh, it's been that's been a big deal, but uh, for us this year, and I and you know you can you can try to put your finger on it, and you can try to come up with all the reasons why, and uh, but I think the main reasons is just the fact the lack of experience that we have on the on the team, yeah. and uh, as the pitchers, and they and they go in and. and uh, obviously, they don't want to walk guys. We all know that. But uh, sooner or later, they've got to understand that, that for them to keep pitching <laughs> and for us to win, we can't walk people. And yeah. especially when you get you know leadoff walks, two out walks, mm. you know the games. You, that, that's not playing the game right. And you, it's gonna. It's not gonna reward you. It's gonna. It's gonna bite you. The, the baseball karma is gonna get you. And so you know that's the, one of the things I know we've been trying to teach the kids all years. Hey guys, you got to compete. You know, you get a you get a lead, or you have a have an inning where your team scores three or four runs. You got to come out. And you can't walk the first guy. Yeah. You got to come out attacking the guy, and if he gets a hit. He gets a hit. That's fine. But don't like walk. Said, something about a walk, coach. It deflates the team. I mean, it's just you know, you can t- a guy gets a hit. Well, good for him. He got a hit. Right. But just right. giving him a free pass, and we didn't do bad. We only walked two the whole game. Yeah, but but like you said, it's amazing how those hurt you. I, I've always said forever. I tell pitchers all the time. I say, you know, you guys, you go out there and pitch in a game, and you, you know, you battle, you compete, and and they just hit you and they beat you. Yeah. And you come off the field, and everybody's looking, you know, say, hey, great job, though. You competed, da da da. And then when you go. After the game's over, you go see your mom and your grandma and everybody. They're all hugging you and loving you and <laughs> saying, "Honey, don't worry about it." But I tell yeah. you what, you got there and walk a bunch of guys. 
and you come off the field and your grandma won't even talk to you. I I'm guarantee no you. <laughs> She's going to be mad. What do you do? Mom's going to be all over you. Here's a funny story. Ron Reeves, who you know Ron. He, he's a quarterback at Tech years yeah. ago and, yeah. and, and, yeah. A, and a great athlete and a great player. Well, he was a great pitcher at Monterey, too. He played for Coach Bobby Makel. And uh, he was 30-3 and three as a pitcher. Not in, you know, not to even say what he did as a football player, which was, you know, what he ended up playing at Tech. But right. he's pitching one day for Coach Magel, and he can't get the ball over the plate. And uh, he's just walking people. They finally get out of the inning. And this was not very common for Monterey because they, you know, won almost every time. They, and I think they won that game that he was walking everybody. But he walks several people. And Ron comes over to the, to the dugout. And he throws his glove down, you know, against the bench. And Coach Magel's on his way down there to see him. Because Coach Magel didn't tolerate that kind of stuff. Not not throwing yeah. the glove. He didn't go for that. But he, he didn't go for walk-ins, what he didn't go for. Sure. So yeah. he goes, Reeves, what are you doing out there? Uh, and uh, and Ron is real fiery competitor. He says, I'm walking him on purpose. Like, he, he meant to be walking him. He was so mad. You know, not at Coach Magel. He was just mad at himself. Sure. I'm walking yeah. him on purpose. And yeah. uh, it, you just can't – that never works out. And, you know, and it takes so long to walk people, too. Have you noticed that, Coach? We go, we go to 3-2 and they foul it off and they – you know, go, I love those guys. Like, Sanders has been this way lately. He go, He's going out there and he is the master of the plate. He is throwing strikes. And oh, moving yeah. the ball around—that's what—that's what you're looking for. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly. And like, and like you said, if they get hit, they get hit. That's yeah. baseball, and that's that's part of the game. But but the walks is just—I don't know—they're just not acceptable. I mean, it's just the way it is. Unless yeah. unless we want to walk somebody, and we really don't care if we walk somebody, we got a base open, and you got the three or four hole hitter up or something. And, Something to the point where you don't want you don't want the guy to hurt you. Yeah, there, there's times for it that you'll you'll do that, but you know when those times are. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, um, you got to compete with those strikes. And I, you know, with the with the guys that we have this year, a lot of a lot of, a lot of them are young. A lot of them that are back that don't have a lot of experience. Uh, they they want to throw strikes, but sometimes it takes a little while for them to figure it out. And, and you know, they've never been hit before. Most of them. Uh, they've always been real successful. Then they get up here and they, they run into a, some pretty good players and they start having some failure and then they start th- doubting their ability. And, and so there's a lot more to, to pitching than just going out there. You got to work with their mechanics, but you also go working with their head as well. Yeah. The, the mental part of it. Well, people yeah. may be wondering, uh, and you might be too, what did coach Magel do after Ron did that and said, I'm walking yeah. him on purpose. Coach Magel had this unique thing that he always did when he had had his say, and he had, or he had, you know, that was nothing. He showed you the number twenty on his back. He he just walk off and yeah. leave and leave you sitting there to think about yeah. uh, what he had just said. But that was the end of this. He didn't get mad, or he just, you know. And then Ron, of course, came back and responded like he always did. But uh, there's, you know, it's just that mental frame of mind. I think you hit on it, Coach, and sometimes you can just see it in their eyes, can't you? These pitchers, when they're just the master of what's going on out there, and you know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can look at them when they walk in, and a lot of times you, you can tell the first pitcher to uh, what they're going to do and how they're going to respond to the whole situation. And uh, so that always helps, you know, for that. And when you can see that in a pitcher that's going to come in and, and really respond, 
like that, then that's, I mean, that's, that's a lot of fun. But then there's also that time that you look at and you go, um, I don't know about this. You yeah. Know? So not looking good. Who's the, who's the most competitive guy you ever coached or ever played again? And, you know, just, to, or played with the most, I think, com- I think we lost him. I think his, uh, oh. call dropped. Well, let's call I'll, him back. I'll, yeah, we'll call him. All right. Well, I didn't know. It sounded strong. The The signal sounded strong. So we'll see if we can get Coach Ray Hayward back on the phone here with us. He's a special assistant coach to Coach Tim Tadlock. He was the pitching coach at Tech uh, for uh, a few years and mentored. I'm looking at this list of people that Coach Hayward mentored and that went to the pros and everywhere else from Texas Tech. But uh, And Coach Kitley's here. He's Coach Kitley's outside. He's going to spend the – Coach Kitley's going to stay the last hour in the studio with me, Coach. Can you believe that? Oh man, you're lucky. I know he's it. A, I'm he's very fortunate. Oh, he is. But uh, who was I was asking you? Who was the most competitive guy you ever coached? Let's just stay with that. The most competitive pitcher that you ever coached. Well, we've had we've had a, I've had a number of them, but just two that come to mind. I've got one. One when I coached OU, a guy by the name of Mark Roberts. Uh, they called him Mook, and ironically, he and 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 Dominic Marino. Don Marino here at Tech. Ironically, they're almost identical as far as just you know five ten guys, little right handers. That I mean, they're just soon fight you, look at you. Yeah. And I mean, they they come at you, and you knew. And both of them were successful, but but you knew when they went in the game, you were gonna get a hundred ten percent effort, and they they yeah. weren't gonna back down from anybody. They weren't gonna be scared of anybody. Coach. And so whether they got whether they got hit or not. Whether they had a good game or bad game, you knew you were the best out of them. I got you. Those are the kind you like to have. I can tell you that. What about this? We only got about a minute left, but what about Florida? They're number two ranked in the country, right? They are. And, uh, you know, they're a good ball club. But as you saw, just look at the game yesterday. They played Florida A&M. is three to nothing. So, they scored three runs off of them. And so, these guys, we can beat anybody at any given day. And we've got the team to do it. And if we play like we – capable of we can beat it so hey. that's the way i look at it and go from there tell them good luck we're, we're coach kidley just put on the headset but uh we'll them, okay we're going <laughs> all right we'll see you coach uh, thank you for being on today you bet thank you all right sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in this is the sports talk with bedford and ashby podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction talking about the rawls course and uh if you're having a tournament, go have it out there because, I mean, you just turn it over to them and they do all the work and they do a great job with it out at the Rawls course. A lot of you already know that and you're having your tournaments there, but it's I'm sure the members wish that maybe we didn't have as many tournaments, <laughs> but they do a great job out at the Rawls course. J&W Services, Lenco Distributors, this is Brent Beck and Scott Blakely, and uh, these are tech guys, and they have this company down. Now, J&W Services, this is a uh, – conglomeration of several companies that do different things in the oil and gas business, but really the wellhead and, and getting the pressure up and all those kinds of things, this is what they do. And they keep you up and running and you got to have these people and they're red Raiders. Isn't that great? You better you, believe it. you can get some red Raiders to help you down there. And we love these guys. They do it. They're the, one of the main reasons we're on down in middle of Odessa. And we're proud to be on down there and uh, we're thankful for that. All right. It was great to talk to coach Ray Hayward is Boy, he was one fine man right there. You better believe it. I'm so 
so thankful. Good Lord took care of him. He survived. Yeah, I know it. And uh, He had a heart transplant, for those of you that didn't know. What a great example he is, and the faith he has. Oh, it's, what it's a great man. Yep. Similar to you. It's if you hadn't had a heart transplant, but no, I hope I don't have to do no, that. No, but you've you. been a great inspiration to so many, Coach, and and uh, with how you handle yourself, long time, Coach. You ever dream you'd be? I, I, I don't know how many, how long, how long total have you been I coaching? Just, I'm, after this week, it'll be twenty four. Oh and my God! I'll be starting twenty five. Yeah, but uh, that's at fall. Tech, isn't it? That's at Tech. Oh well, yeah, oh, yeah thirty nine seasons. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I'll be starting number forty. Yeah, uh, I'm finishing up thirty nine. As head coach. As a head coach. I was an assistant for one year uh, there before I became head coach. So At Abilene? At Christian, Abilene. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to Abilene Christian lately? Have you seen their – I love that place. I have, their actually. facilities are uh, phenomenal. They had me back about three weeks ago. My former athletics director, Cecil Eager, who was the head tennis coach but then became athletics director, he asked me and uh, Chris Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, who used to be here and used to be the head coach, to come back. And we talked to all the head coaches about – it's really how to win, but I don't know uh, how yeah. good we did. But Chris couldn't come, but they had another speaker. And then uh, the athletics director at North Texas, who used to be the AD, we were on a panel. And so I was there, yeah, two weeks ago and got to it's visit with all of the whole, all the coaching staff. We were there a morning. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, it was fun. Yeah. That is cool. Well, uh, you know, how many national championships you won at Abilene Christian, but a bunch? 29. 29 got, national championships. We got one here, so we got 30 total. But well, uh, you got I need to get a few more here. You got 28 to go to catch up. That's exactly right. <laughs> one national championship, but you know, in the history of Texas Tech, we've had two. Yeah. You and the Lady Raiders in '93. Yeah. We need some more. Don't we, we need more. I was we're going to get more. I was hoping Greg's going to get us one. Oh, I know it. Uh, but. Uh, they had a great team. They really did. The golf team, Greg Sands. And, of course, we almost won it with men's basketball in 19. Oh. That's so close. That's so close. That's the same year I won. We could yeah. have won two national championships same in one year. year. That's right. That, that <laughs> would have been something. That kind of helped soften the blow just a little bit when you came back and won that national championship. Right. That was really good. In 2019, you produced 30 NCAA champions. You might not have known all this. 283 First team All Americans, two hundred and three Big Twelve champions. How many Big Twelve championships have you won? Uh twelve. Twelve. That counting that men and women or men and women. Yeah. Yes. Uh twenty Olympians. Yeah. Uh, eight Olympic medalists. There may be more because this seems to be a little dated because they had you with nine Big Twelve championships, but you just won another one. <laughs> just, we had two this year. Two so we this got indoor and out. Yeah. Indoor and out. Yeah, that's right. And. uh and uh, you were named Coach of the Year by the Big 12 Coach of the Year. Congratulations for that. Very well deserved. And the seven top five uh, NCAA team finishes and 15 top 10 NCAA team finishes. And you're going for your second national championship, and it starts – is it June the 7th? Yeah, on Wednesday the men get started. Uh, they, they've separated the genders to where it's Wednesday men, Thursday women, and then Friday finals mm-hmm. men, and then finals Friday. Well, I Saturday. appreciate them separating the genders. We're having a hard time with that these days. <laughs> yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah, I'm glad they I'm uh-huh. glad they did that. It's hard on a coach. We'd rather just have the whole meet, you know, the uh-huh. one day men and women go together. But it does give them their special day. It and, does. Uh, so it's not all bad. And I like the rest day with our sprinters, especially as uh, strong as we are there to run 
all out on Wednesday and then have to come back the next day would be pretty tough. So mm-hmm. giving them one day off really helps. All right. So this uh, national meet is coming up in Austin. How come it's not in? I, I was talking to somebody and they go, "Well, I guess you're going. They're going to Oregon." And I go, "No, yeah. it's in Austin." What's well, the it deal? was a unique deal. Uh, in eight, 17 and 18, they started building the Taj Mahal, I call it. It's like a $300 million Nike uh, built it for them, a new stadium. In Oregon. And so it took two years to build it. Well, Austin was going to give them their break while they're building mm-hmm. for two years, 19 and 20. Well, 19, we go and we win it. And they were planning on 20, and then here comes COVID. Mm-hmm. So they're just getting back the year, that, and they wanted it. So Oregon's having to give it back, and they wanted it this year. And then once this year's over, it'll be at Oregon forever. From now on. Yeah. Because they'll have the facility. Yeah, well, them Nike, they, I think they give them $2 million a year, the NCAA, to say, can we host it? Well, yeah, know, they're not going to turn that down. <laughs> it is a beautiful facility, but the weather's always iffy there. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it, but I don't love it. I'd rather be in Austin, I'm mm-hmm. not in Texas. Yeah. I want some heat. Let's get us a facility. We'll we'll do something bigger than Nike. Yeah. And we'll start hosting it here in Lubbock. Uh, that'd be awesome. It really would be. Well, you've got the finest indoor facility in the world. I think so. It's it's second to none in my opinion and uh it's 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 a great opportunity for our kids. We don't have to travel, you know, indoors. Yeah. So January and February and March. It's unbelievable how our kids don't get beat up and if you're in a place that doesn't have an indoors and you gotta travel every week. Mm-hmm. Because indoors, you got to be one of the top sixteen to make the NCAA. So every week, as you're trying to qualify, trying to qualify, trying, to, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure there for about five weeks to get it done, and you only got about five. Yeah. So uh, outdoors, a little different. You got to have a qualifying mark to be top forty-eight in your region, but then you got to go beat people. Yeah. So makes a big difference. Well, I know you've looked at the numbers, and I've got the printout here of the uh, people that number of participants we have. We yeah. have 13 in the yes. men, and we have, I don't know how many women. Oh, I do too, because I, I printed them out. Not that many. One, two, and then the then the, re, uh, the triple jump, we got four. Yep. In the trip, one one event. That's right. We're really strong there. And, you know, we're, we're we, 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 on paper, we've got really three triple jumpers that could score big. On the women's side, Demisha in the hurdles and Rose in the hundred, uh, and the four by one could could get us some points. So if we can do that, we still can be a top ten team if we really rock and roll in those yeah. events. Because boy, it is so good at this level. And you score twenty points at the national meet, you're in top ten. Oh yeah, within the women. Yeah, yeah, with probably the men too. Probably you're close. It's yeah. uh, it's a, it's really it's just really hard to score them points. I know. What, Arkansas has eighteen. Yeah. Now, that could be, I guess, a little bit deceiving. Maybe, you know. It is. They're, they're unbelievable. Uh, you know, the NIL nowadays, and this is no excuse, but they've, they've used it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have really given out a lot of money for NIL. And there's five Tennessee. Tennessee lost their coach. And so tennis, five Tennessee's main studs went to Arkansas. Oh. And they gave them NIL. So they've got – a ton of transfers on this group. Yeah. Very good. Two discus throwers, a shot putter, two decathletes, two long jump, three triple jump. If they win the national championship, it'll be because of their field events. Yeah. They have one hurdler in the short hurdles and one long hurdler. It really is all we're worried about on the running. So we, field events. We, they need to fall flat in the, in the field, field events. events. Yes. They for us to have walker. a chance. We, 
they don't have a pole vaulter. We have a really good yeah, one. Yeah, we do. We do. We <laughs> and do that final it. is Wednesday, and I'd love to start that meet off with some eight or ten points in that event. So they'll, really they'll jump on, on Wednesday, and it'll be over. It will. Zach will be done. Zach will be done, and well, that's the only field event we have that's a final. Now, the long jump, they've got good long jumpers, and it'll be a long jump, so I'm sure Arkansas will be on the board. But, you know, it comes down to qualifying. I mean, yeah. we've got two in the 100, two in the 200, two in the short hurdles and two in the long hurdles and a four by one all on Wednesday in the pole vault. All on Wednesday. So we have to make the finals. We've got to get those guys through. If and the we finals do, then will be on Friday. On Friday. If yeah. we do, we're going to be tough. We're going, we're going to have a chance to score a lot of points. But you've got to get there. I know you've already done it all. Joe Key starts us out with the decathlon. Yes, and he's he's been injured all year, and he's healthier than he's ever been. So I'm really hopeful. He's ranked about 16th, but I think he can get us a point or two if he's having yeah. a good meet. And and those would be imperative. We've got Devin Robertson in the discus. Get us a point or two. Uh, we've got Keyshawn King in the triple jump. Get us a point or two. You look up, you've got five or six points out of them. Yep. Wow. That'd be huge to go along with our hundred, our two hundred, our four by one, our quarter yeah. hurdles, our short hurdles. Yeah, yeah. This this gives our people out there, you know, something to follow. They can yeah. say, hey, if we come out of those events and we got five, six, seven points, yeah, that's big. But I know you've, I know you've been doing the math. <laughs> you've been figuring it out in your oh, head. Yeah. I think we can score fifty points if we have a yeah. great meet. And I don't know if that's going to be enough to win or not, but it's, if it isn't, then it isn't because we that's that's phenomenal if our kids can go scored 50 points at a national meet. But when you won it that year. We scored 60. 60, yeah. Uh, and normally it takes about that. And I think projectors have got them at 62 and us at 56. Uh, and Florida at 49 and Georgia at 47. And, I mean, it's there's four or five teams that are just yeah. really, really good. But uh, Arkansas on paper has way more qualifiers. But uh, I don't think their four by one's great. I don't think their four by four is great. Of the eighteen qualifiers, there's four on a relay. So, as you oh, said, okay. it's slightly yeah. bogus. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they got two. They have a national champion in the discus that transferred from Missouri. He's there. Uh, mm-hmm. They have another discus thrower that transferred in there from from Tennessee. They have three jumpers from Tennessee, a sprinter from Tennessee. So uh, we got to be. We we just got to have great meat and. Yeah. Uh, when you go to the national meet, you got to be on your game. Well, and who somebody won it last year? They scored like eighty something. Who was that? Well, LSU the year before. Yeah. Year before eighty four. Yeah. yeah, that was in Eugene, and it was bad weather, and and uh, they had a little bit of luck. Some people kind of dropped the stick, and some things happened to other yeah. people, and but they did. They had a great meet. Well, we're ranked number two in the country going into this with Arkansas number one, and we've flipped back and forth between the two of y'all. Up Texas Tech has been number one this year, right? Yeah, number we one. have. We have. We've been number one a couple of times, and then they qualified some more people. And uh, Week to week, that's how it gets ranked in, in our sport. And But, I mean, they won the indoor championship. They're really good. I'm just hoping they don't have a good meet. Yeah. And we well. do. It's uh, yeah, that's a good hope. Yes, uh, you know we just want to do good, and and if we, if, but we're fast. Uh, you know, I keep. How do you get all these fast guys? Well, I never have at Abilene Christian. I had good four by ones and good hundred. Pay. I, I won the Nash championship a couple of times in the hundred or the two hundred. But what, since we won in nineteen, it's just been we have been able to attract sprinters, and and I'm always been a hurdle coach. I always yeah. believe. Everybody, I always think coaches, this is my pet peeve, but all coaches want, want to get a stopwatch and just say, hey, 
you know, set go mm-hmm. and have a bunch of runners. But if you want to win championships, you normally you teach technique. And yeah. I, I believe if you spread it out, we've got pole vaulters, long jumpers, triple jumpers, discus throwers, all those things. But I just think it makes a difference. And hurdling, we'll go to the Big 12, and there'll be six heats of the 200, six heats of the 100, mm-hmm. and there'll be two heats of the hurdles. Yeah. Not everybody can hurdle. So you eliminate a bunch of competition to me by having hurdlers. Yeah. So good, get you some good ones, and we do have You're some telling good ones. secrets now. Yeah, but I just think people, I mean, it's and not And we got like a good one. Caleb Dean is He's really good. He's a superstar. He's going to be the key, I think. If he does great in the 110 hurdles and then does great in the, yeah. in the 400 hurdles, then we're going to be in good shape. And Oscar Edlund? Yep. I'm hoping Oscar can make the finals. He's a young sophomore that's running good, but – He's going to have to step it up a little bit to make a final. Yep. He can do it. Antoine Andrews. And Antoine Andrews is a freshman who came in at mid-year, and he got sixth indoors. And if he'll go do that again, man, we are, we're doing good. We're cooking. Yeah. Right. But they're they're going to run on Wednesday, and both, we're going to know how we look. Kirby called me and said, hey, should I be there Wednesday? And I said, Kirby, really, you need to just come Friday. And I can tell you after Wednesday how we're going to do <laughs> Well, we got to fill up lanes. I call it. You got to make the finals. That's what well, those even, kids hear me say. That hey, we got to fill up lanes today. Yeah. That's all we got to do. Yeah, and the rest of it'll take care of Cause itself. Because you're, you're pointing if you're making. There's 24 people in every event, and they're gonna go down to eight. Yeah. Top two in each heat, and the next two best times out of three heats. Yeah, so That's, it's tough. Boy. It really is. It's really hard. But this fun. There's nothing better than a great track meet, and there can't be a better track meet than the NCAA championship. No, it's really good, and That's we're so fun. we're showing good weather. I mean, 90 it'll be hot, but our sprinters need that. Yeah, and then uh, but not real windy, and it doesn't show a lot of rain. So hopefully, this has kind of gotten through. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's exciting. I'm telling you, Coach. I and. Uh, to have another shot at a national championship. Oh no, championship. you don't get these opportunities very many times, and I'm just thrilled that we're we're in the hunt and we're going to have an opportunity to go down there. And we just got to compete well. Uh, we got to be on our A game, and these kids have really looked good. Every time we've been to a championship, they have always stood stood up, and so I, I have no reason to believe that they won't. I know we won't have a perfect meet, but we just need to get in the finals and give us a self chance. Yep. How much is uh, mental frame of mind, with being mentally prepared for, you know, Coach Hayward and I were talking about these pitchers and that some of them just have this, you know, just this bulldog kind of mentality. Yeah. You, well, I always tell them, yeah, yeah, you know, the heat sheets came out yesterday. Well, you're looking at this guy around 992 uh-huh. in the West region and this guy, and you can't do that. I mean, you, you don't need to be – I say, don't be looking around in your other people's lanes. It just means don't worry about who's in your heat. You execute your race. You concentrate on what you're going to do, and uh, you can't get too caught up in that. That's where I see is the mental game is you got to be focused on your lane and on what you're doing, mm-hmm. how your coach has coached you, and uh, we'll be fine if we you do use that. Use the right technique. You better believe it. Don't get worried about all this other stuff going on. You can't yeah. control that. Is that how you move your arms? Is that you a bet part, you. part of it? Yes, sir. <laughs> but all that's just involuntary at this point. <laughs> just run. Yep. Well, you, you gotta, got it down. You, you gotta, know what to do. You know what to do. Yeah. yeah. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.